Que lo que hay mi gente, welcome to Let's Hablar Podcast, brought to you by Hablemos Productions. Vamos a hablar. Que lo que hay mi gente, so today we're going to be talking about a show that I've been watching. It's not super exciting, I don't see a lot of people talking about it, but the scenario of the show, I've, I felt some kind of way about it, because I understand all sides. And I am explaining to Kai, which we have over here, that basically the main character, her name is... God, why am I blanking on her name? Anyway, the main character, she's a neurosurgeon. And the start of the the episodes season, you see her in her element, right? She's in the hospital. There was a car accident. Two young minors come into the emergency room she is supposed to kind of check them out and see if they need any assistance from like a neurosurgeon which she is and one of the kids is you know she's like tending to him trying to check him out see if he needs her uh, medical attention and the other kid makes an outcry that he's in pain so she brings her attention to the other child well it turns out the one that she had been seeing before his friend made the outcry he later has complications and dies of a brain aneurysm. So because he passes from a brain aneurysm, his mother feels that it was medical negligence on the the part of the physician because of the fact that she didn't tend to the son because of the other child. So she's thinking it's like it's at her fault because the other kid made an outcry and because of that distraction she neglected the other patient. But brain aneurysms tend to be, they can be hereditary because you could have a genetic gene that actually makes you more susceptible to brain aneurysms or traumatic brain, like if you have a traumatic brain injury, it can kind of like open up that particular gene. Um, I felt like grief is hard when you're grieving, and I don't can't imagine what it's like to lose a child, but I could see why the parent would be angry, right? Like, my kid came into your OR, you stopped what you were doing to help someone else, and my kid dies. Like, I could see where that train of thought is there. But I also don't see it being fair, because imagine how that doctor feels. I was tending to these kids, and now one of them isn't here. So she must feel bad. And in the show, she does feel bad when she hears that this child dies. And then, like, there's a whole lot of other drama there in the show. But specifically on that part, do you feel like oftentimes it's it's understandable for someone to feel like they're mad at the doctors or try to come for their license? Because in the show, she's literally trying to come for her medical yeah, so I think um, with any time anybody loses anybody, they they want somebody to blame, right? Like, that's just our human nature. Like, we want answers. Like, um, I can speak for experience. Like, I had a cousin pass away, and the first person we blame is, is going to be the doctors, right? Like, we turn to doctors, and we think that they... We expect them to be the experts, right? We expect them to know everything, like what's wrong. Even when we go to the doctor, right? We expect them like, hey, this is how I feel. Like, tell me what's wrong. Um, Fix it. 
and they're they're doctors yes they're educated extremely educated um but it's called practicing medicine it they're still continuously learning and and growing and expanding their knowledge but they're not perfect they're not god they're not whatever you guys all believe in and and think is higher power or whatever you may believe in um and i think when emotions are high uh we go straight to like it's your fault you were we came to you you were exposed you were supposed to fix it and so being somebody that has had to be in that position not a doctor but um dealing with somebody who did pass away in a, a hospital and going through that you know the first thing i did blame is the doctor like my cousin was in your hands you were supposed to fix it and you didn't yeah of course i want to come for you like yeah. you know i'm not going to blame myself i'm not going to blame my family members like i i blame you i trusted you right i i trusted you you should have known why didn't you why didn't you know how to fix it right and especially when they're giving you their opinions because again they they don't have all the answers it's practicing medicine um i think it's hard to step back and remember that they can't fix everything yeah they they do their best right and it's just like anybody and i think um in my profession in law enforcement in medical professions um any profession where it's not black and white right there's a lot of gray areas but you have to trust that they're making decisions based on the information that they're given and you have to trust that they're doing their best and you can't expect them to do any more um I don't necessarily think it's fair just based on what you described because I haven't seen the show. Yeah. Um knowing kind of the experience that I've been through, I have to trust that in the situation with my cousin, um I have to trust that that doctor did everything that they could with the knowledge that they had and they made decisions with what they felt were going to be the best outcome. did it work out? No, it didn't. But do I also feel that sometimes even if even if um sorry my our mascot's having a a dream. Um <laughs> he had a dream and woke himself up. Um even even if the outcome did did happen, would would my cousin's life have been her would it be a, a good life for her and and I don't think that was the case um so sometimes things work out the way they're supposed to work out right yeah. um in in the case with brain aneurysms um I had uh, my old supervisor uh at, at the county hospital actually died of a brain aneurysm and so as far as I know um oftentimes aneurysms are unpredictable so even if this neurosurgeon was tending to this patient there's no way for for that surgeon to even know that this this could have happened right um so i think it's kind of unfair to expect the unexpected right um i think there needs to be a lot of evidence to show that like the neurosurgeon was being neg negligent but i also know that hospitals have amazing attorneys and doctors get sued all the time right and i don't think it's fair because i think that we have to trust that doctors are are doing what they they signed up for extremely crazy circumstances 
work hours, circumstances, like they don't get to see their families. They don't, you know, um, they go through a lot and they have to go through, she has to deal with the, the fact that this family came in, this family trusted that she knew what she was doing and that she did everything she can and a patient still died. Like, I think that in itself is something she has to live with and she has to learn to cope with on her own. And I think a lawsuit is makes it harder, of course. Like, doctors don't become doctors because just because they want to make money, right? right? Like, that's not it. That's not why doctors become doctors because money ain't in it. Like, that's not, that's not enough to go through all the schooling, all the stress, all the sacrifice, all the, everything that they deal with. And I think that's so underestimated in certain professions, not even just medical professions. Um, and I think that there's so much to learn about the medical profession and, everybody's body is different reacts different and so I don't necessarily think it's fair for her to come after their license unless they're I mean don't get me wrong there are doctors and medical professionals who are evil yeah and do some out like crazy nonsense you know what I mean but in this circumstance I don't necessarily think that that's the case but I also know that there's most hospitals have great attorneys and so it's going to take kind of a lot to prove that. Yeah. Especially if she had two patients and she has one that, like, sometimes you have to make those difficult decisions. And I feel like that's where you and I kind of relate because my uncle who passed away, he he had a lump. He was going through dialysis for a long, long time. And he had a lump in his groin area that they were concerned about. So they had to do surgery And because of his weight and because of his illness, they couldn't do it with anesthetics. They couldn't give him anesthesia because they were afraid that he wouldn't wake up Mm -hmm. from surgery. So they had to do it without anything. Mm -hmm. He ended up having a blood infection. Um, So he didn't even die of his illness. He died from a blood infection from the surgery. So I feel like there was medical negligence in that sense, and I was really upset about it. I know my whole family was upset. Um, Clara's not here today to kind of, you know, speak on that, but we all took that really hard, like super, super hard, and I don't think any of us thought to sue the doctor. I don't think that that was something that came to our mind what came to our mind was he has been battling this illness for 10 years and now he's gone like we're never going to see him again I think it's hard too like in the moment because we don't know like I think one thing it's we don't know all the conversations that are necessarily happening and I think that with doctors for definitely like I when I was going through surgery with like when I had surgery um One thing I will absolutely say, and I can 100% respect my surgeon. My surgeon had never done a surgery before. Um, I 1,000% like have so much respect for my surgeon because my surgeon was honest with me. Like, yo, I've never done this. Um, But but like, let's go. Like, let's go, right? Um, And I think sometimes, 
like with that mindset I felt 100% comfortable being like, yeah, let's go. Because you're open and you're honest about it. And you're like, no, I'm going to consult with, like, I'm talking to other surgeons. I'm researching. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And sometimes, like, it's okay to say, like, I, look, I don't know everything. My eyes are burning. I am so sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, I've been leaking from, like, my nose. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> like, is my allergies really that bad? Like, what's going on I with just, this topic? Like, I just, <laughs> like, crazy cleaned my house. So it's not <laughs> dusty or anything. Um, but I think definitely, you know, it's hard to... It, it's hard to say, too, because you want it, like, in your case. I don't know the full story, right? I don't know. But but you guys also don't know, like, did this doctor have conversations with other do- other doctors? Yeah. It may have been the best. It may have been more damaging to, you know what I mean? Like, we yeah. never know. And so we have to just, not saying it's the case, you know, I'm going to say my opinion. Um, but you, we just, we just never know. It shows, like, the resident, I... Grey's Anatomy. I've never seen Grey's Anatomy. But I've watched The Resident. I've watched um, oh 911 with Angela Bassett. Because I, I love hold her. Hold on, hold on. You- You've never seen Jackson? We cannot be friends, ma'am. <laughs> haven't seen the pest. You've never seen Avery? I don't know who that is. Please hold. But, um, like, The Resident, I liked The Resident. I thought, especially when Morris Chestnut came into the, the picture, then it became more interesting. But, um, <laughs> Angela Bassett on 911. She's a police officer, but they have, like, firemen. They have EMTs and stuff that show up on the show. That It's, like, so it's, like, first responders, I guess. Like, that would be, like, the premise of it, right? So, um, this one, I haven't seen Chad and Michael Murray in, a, in something in a long, long time. So I was like, okay, well, he's going to be in it. Let's, let's see. Let's check it out. And also the guy who played Luke Danes in Gilmore Girls. He's in it. He plays Sully. I remember the girl's name now. Her name is Maggie. And that's the doctor who's being sued. After that incident, right, the the hospital tending to these two teenagers, she goes to a banquet that where she's honoring her step... She's getting an award, but she's also honoring her stepfather mm-hmm. um, for a medical award because he's also, like, a neurosurgeon or some shit like that. And FBI comes in... There is embezzlement on behalf of these medical doctors. But, like, she, the FBI comes. They arrest her and her her dad's, like, protege. So then she has that on top of that. She's being arrested and being accused of embezzlement from her, like, mentor and her stepfather's, like, practice. So she's she just got through a surgery. and She thought the surgery went well. And then she gets arrested. She gets released only to find out that now she is being sued for her medical license because this teenager died of a brain aneurysm and the mother is beyond distraught. That was her her only son, her only child. And um, so she goes to Sullivan's Crossing, which is basically, it's in like a little town um, to kind of go get a clear head, which to me didn't make sense because you're in Boston and you're being allowed to leave the city or the state to go 
like and so she goes to Sullivan's Crossing, which is like a campground inside of a town. Apparently, her great great ancestors, when they came from the Mayflower, decided to settle there amongst the indigenous people and coexist. And her like her dad was left the campground as an inheritance, so he kind of runs it. But there's like this dynamic with her dad that she just doesn't like. They don't they don't connect anymore after her parents got divorced. And I feel like there's a lot of deception from her mom about why the divorce happened and like that's kind of what's causing that friction with her and her own dad and she runs into chad michael murray's character who he's kind of like the mystery man in the beginning like they don't really know where he's from what he like what did he do as a job he's just kind of there and so they're like what is he why is he helping people here at the campgrounds like the shop owners like why is he even here and it turns out he was a lawyer who had a wife that was sick with cancer and she passed away and this was like his trip to mourn her um but i think that there's like a secret pact of hit this is again trigger warning this is just a show it's not something that's like based in facts right so i think he's planning to unalive himself by mm-hmm. a certain date because he's checking dates on a calendar and there's one that's circled and it doesn't have anything she ends up building this like connection with him after being skeptical like she's skeptical of him like she's like i don't know who the hell this guy is and why does he get along with my dad so well when i don't get along with my own dad and she's there to try to like decompress from all the legal stuff she has a boyfriend who he desperately wanted her to kind of commit more in their relationship but what irritates me is like the selfishness of his career because they're both surgeons and he as soon as he feels like she's kind of like not focused on him he want he proposes to her knowing that she has all these legal stuff going on and he wants an answer and then he buys a house for them for when they get married and then she said you know he goes and when you have kids like she goes what about my career he's like well we'll be good on my career so he's not even thinking of like her being like seen as innocent in this lawsuit he's just thinking of his career so there's all this going on and then when she finally meets with the lawyers for like the they're going before going to trial they go and meet up she goes to meet with her lawyers and the the grieving mother the grieving mother gets all in her face and is just like yelling at her and her lawyer is not i feel like he's not lawyering because he's not defending her in a sense like he's trying to get everyone to calm down but then again he's like calling out his client saying you know like this is gonna no she just attacked your client Mm -hmm. and made your client feel like crap right and you're not doing anything to to stop that right you didn't put anything to stop that you sat there right and and allowed allowed it so for me it's like when it comes to medical experts we do entrust them with our families we do when they have surgeries when they are going through any kind of procedure i know i entrusted it when i had surgery for my hs like i expect that you know what you're doing um and that you're going to have my best interest i don't need to hear the side commentary of like oh you're a gusher like i don't need to hear that because like for me i was fully awake during my surgery they just numbed that area and i'm like oh hell 
Like, I don't need to hear that I'm a gusher. I don't. I, I, I know that you're already in there. And saying, oh, like, during wound care, you're, you, you have, you're one of those people where tissue grows really rapidly. And so they're having to burn the tissue. I don't need to hear how it's going. Like, just do it. I can be fine. But I did trust them to do their job. And I could see where their mom's grieving. Right. I could see where she's mad. Because I've been there. I've been mad, too, with my uncle. Like, that pissed yeah. me off. I don't think I'll ever be fully okay from that incident. But, again, I wasn't, in, I wasn't performing the surgery right. myself. So I can't say what they did and what they didn't do. I can't say that. Um, but I assume when it's a young child who has their whole life ahead of them and that isn't going through an illness, it's, it's different. Um, I just feel bad. And for shows like that, yeah. even with, like, 911, there's a character named Buck. And when you first... His name is... Well, what? his name is not Buck. It's really Evan Buckley. But they call him Buck because he hates being called Evan. And he... Buckley is, like, not a really cute name either. So he'd just rather be called Buck. And when they first lose somebody mm-hmm. due to fire he's like ho- he feels horrible he wants to do everything that he can to make up for that person who passed and I, I imagine that there's a lot of doctors that feel that way when they mm-hmm. find out that they lost a patient so it's like I get it and especially with this show there's a moment where she has a complete and utter like anxiety panic attack mm-hmm. and nobody is like catching the fact that this is all like built up and it's like getting to become a lot and her fiance again like well I guess not even fiance because it was her boyfriend she didn't give him like an answer as to if she would or would not he's so insensitive to the fact that I'm going through a legal issue like I'm I'm having someone sue me and try to potentially get rid of my legal license Mm -hmm. to be able to do what I love so I just think it's an interesting like Again, it's not like a ex- super exciting show, right? It's thir- I think the episodes are probably 30 minutes long with like some commercials. Um, and it's on the CW network if you guys want to like check it out. It's free to download the app and it's free to watch it. You don't have to have the servicer um, or the provider for your TV network. But I do... I almost, it's like, I want to see where they're going to go. And it's definitely reality for, like, I think a lot of doctors, well, I'm not going to say a lot of doctors because I don't know because I'm not a doctor, but um, I think it's definitely realistic for a lot of, not even just doctors, like, think about how many, how many, like, families, families, law enforcement, social workers, like, this is reality. Like, and and it's sad because it's like, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, and it's insane. I know for sure, like, I mean, doctors get paid good money, right? Right. But, like, law enforcement, they get paid decent money. Social workers don't get paid nothing. Um, But we're still uh, expected to make decisions with the answers that we're given or the information we're given. And people's lives are, are... kind of at the hands of people and we're and people are people people are human like people can only make choices and decisions based on the information they have 
and people are going to do whatever they they want to do whatever they're given you know and we can't we don't know we don't know how people are going to react and we don't know how people's are, bodies are going to respond to medications or or procedures or anything like that and so it's it's kind of sad and like I understand you know I'm not saying that doctors are all perfect and that their intentions are always a hundred percent you know no there are there are bad people right there are evil people in this world who don't have the best intentions um, but there are good people in the world that that bad things do happen and we have to kind of remember that and we have to remember that if we say that say that this neurosurgeon right loses their license think about how many people that neurosurgeon could have saved and you just took those lives from those people think about it in that aspect right like that's kind of how i had to look at like my cousin Mm -hmm. so of course like you're mad you especially in the moment um it's been about 11 years now i think um so now i've done a lot of healing and things like that of course it doesn't it doesn't ever get better right she's gone but um she was a donor so i have to look at that aspect like okay yeah my cousin's gone but think about how many lives she got to save like think about if if we did go and we sued this doctor and think of all the good that this doctor has done right and how many lives maybe that doctor has saved and and kind of see the bigger picture of things um if if there are doctors that you know it was clearly negligent because there are times when you just have a basic this uh all you need is this yeah 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 and there are often times i mean there's things that like come on now common knowledge you know better but but in in certain circumstances in this instance the the normal person can kind of look in and be like "Mm." and if if you're out of the situation right and you feel like that then i think that's probably an argument right a jury is probably not going to see it that way and kind of like got me because in the show after she like leaves right she goes to go to her dad's like house Mm -hmm. to kind of get away from all of the craziness that's going Mm -hmm. on through it she's like her dad's friend frank there's a couple of hikers that they they went with this girl they were drunk they're frat boys and they're trying to get some with a minor um, and he goes looking for them because they're looking for this girl who's now missing because her parents are like, she's nowhere near the campgrounds. Like, where's she at? The guy, Frank, gets shot accidentally because the frat guy got scared and discharged a firearm and it shot him. So Maggie and Cal, who's Chad Michael Murray's character, they find him and she immediately starts, like, tending to him as... She would if she was in an OR. Right. And the cops, when they get there, they're like, "You're not a you're not a medical professional here. That's not your job. Right. You're here as a civilian. You have to act like one." And she's like, "I literally did 
all I could just to save his life. You don't understand. I grew up with this man. He's like a dad to me. But regardless, and still as a as so, a, as a normal citizen, I'm gonna put pressure. I'm gonna yeah. You know she's like, I mean? well, so why are you mad at me when all I did was? And he goes, you put yourself in a dangerous situation. And she's like, literally all I did was help him. But then this last episode, that same cop, he's married to an EMT. Their son falls off like a little ledge of like a small cliff. But again, any fall can be hurtful. He hits his head on a boulder of a rock. And when she she gets like told, oh my God, because the person he was hiking with goes and runs to the store where she's watching it for her dad. And that, their dad, her dad is there. And they're like, he fell, he hit his head. She goes over there, she checks his eye and sees that his pupils like fully dilated. So it's a sign of... A traumatic brain injury. So she instantly goes into OR mode and she's right. like, I need a drill. And they're like, what do you need to drill for? She's like, I have to drill three holes really into pressure. his scalp, skull. skull. Just to relieve the pressure from yeah. the brain. And so the cop shows up, he finds out it's his son and he's like, help him. Help. Then you, then no, you no, want no. her no, to help no. him. I'm not a doctor, remember? Right. And then he's like, thank you. Like, when they get him to the OR, he's like, thank you. And he's no, all, I'm not a doctor, man. Whatever. Sir. But it's like, yeah, you can't pick and choose right. who they save. And right. as a civilian, I don't care if they're a civilian or not. If they see that there's an incident and they're a doctor and they're a trained professional in that area, like... Do something well, about and, it. And as a, as, a, as a normal citizen, like, if I know certain things, like, I mean, I'm not going to drill no, but I watch Grey's Anatomy, and I know that you're going to drill some, some holes, some fur holes to relieve pressure. I'm damn okay. sure not going to do that. But I know he probably needs some of that to relieve that pressure. I'm not going to do it, though. <laughs> I'm not about that life. I ain't that thug. But I can't do this. But I might if there's if there's like a stab wound or something, I may hold pressure. I'm not gonna move, remove anything from nobody's body or anything like that. You right. know what I mean? Because I know that I'm gonna I'm gonna hold pressure there and I'm gonna call nine one one. That's about it. You know what I mean? But you you know you know the extent of your knowledge. You know that you're gonna do your best to the best of your capabilities. So I'm going to expect if you're a doctor and you know what the hell you're doing, you're going to do whatever you can in that moment and you're going to call 911 and get them to wherever they need to get to going. Right. Common sense. Yeah. Common freaking sense. That's what I was like. So she's having these signs. I don't care if you got your license or not. I don't care. I'm not asking. Ma'am, can can you pull out your degree, please? Well, show me your, I need proof of your license. Active license and registration. What? Just save what? me. Just, just save me. I don't Please care. Dying, save me. I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's make it like, make sense. She, there's so many signs that she should be doing like what she's doing because she just has that natural instinct mm-hmm. to like, mm-hmm. I'm going to save this person or I'm going to help them. They're in pain. And so she's, she's not doing it with like malicious intent right. either. She's like, this person needs my help. I'm going to help. On the mom, right? Because the mom is just grasping for last, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's a natural kind of instinct. Like, if, if like, this lawsuit's going to help bring something back, right? Right. Like, I think a lot of times that's just, yeah, like, yeah. even even if it doesn't, like, I think a lot of people just do that because it's still fighting for something. Like, once... Once they pronounce her son dead, like, that's it. 
there's nothing else, right? But if there's a lawsuit, that lawsuit continues. Her name yeah. is still being, or his name is still being spoken. It's still yeah. being talked about. It's, it's still, right. yeah. And so I think a lot of it goes to that too. Like the mom just doesn't want him to be forgotten. And it's like, okay, but he's not going to be forgotten. Yeah. You know, like you can still talk about it. You can right. still mourn him. You can still mem uh, memorialize him without having to ruin someone else's life and career. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's what's like, I get it. It's a hard situation to be in because, like, when you're looking on the outside, looking in, and you've, yeah. been in, and you've been in a position where you're, like, angry at a medical mm -hmm. doctor or even, like, medical staff. Like, yeah. there's there's so much that goes into it. There's so many emotions. But mm -hmm. what I feel like people don't realize is that you are kind of putting a a stop to the good that they could do to someone else. Again, not all doctors are the same, right? Everybody's right. different and some people just care about the paycheck and some people actually don't give a they don't give a fudge about the life that they are trying to save. I ever I don't I think that's that listen, if you're a doctor and you literally just care about the paycheck, you you earned that. Like what doctor do you know that can just go to work and go home? Right. Like you go to you go to work and still you're working crazy hours. Right. It's not nine to five. Right. What it's doctor do you know that's nine to five or even even an eight hour shift or right. four tens or whatever a, a typical work schedule? That's not how it goes. That's like they work crazy shifts, but it's kind of like I guess what gets me out of all of it is like the lack of consideration that people are having for this person who who was supposed to tend to the child. Yeah. Like, I get it. The mom, absolutely, I get she she should be mourning, right? And one of the stages of grief is anger, mm -hmm. you know, and there's denial, and there's a bunch of, like, a lot, a lot of stages of grief. Mm -hmm. So I think she's just going through it. Yeah. But what gets on my nerves is, like, the people around her, mm -hmm. like the boyfriend, fiancé, yeah. um, her mom, even her mom's like, you need to focus on your relationship with so-and-so. And it's like, my life is not defined by my re my relationship with my boyfriend. My purpose in life is to be a doctor. Like, that right. is what I love to do. And it's like, they're they're all trying to focus on yeah. just that. And she's like, no, like, I... have I, to mourn the death of my patient. Too. Yeah, I have to mourn the death of my patient, and I have to... I have to put myself in that mother's shoes. Yeah. So, like, you could even tell there was a point in time where she kind of wanted to, like, talk to the mom, but the mom was not having it. Yeah. Like, don't talk to me. I'm gonna, I'm angry at you. You did this. So she was not here to hear anything. Yeah. Um, which I get, again, like, I understand all sides. Um, of course, it's a show, right? So yeah. it's gonna be for entertainment purposes. It's not anything it's all sides. Um, of course, it's a show, right? So yeah. it's going to be for entertainment purposes. It's not anything. But it's not. That's what's crazy. Like, it is, but it's not. Yeah. This is reality for people. And it's, it, I mean. I think it's important to remember that when you, I mean, hopefully we never have to go through that. But, like, it's it's important to remember things like that and remember when going through things, like, have have some compassion and just, you know, remember that when you are having difficult conversations with people, like, there's another side and, and doctors are mourning patients as well, right? Mm -hmm.
So basically, like, we get it. You know, everyone grieves differently. Everyone has. I definitely want you to tune into this show because I think that it's. I think it'll get better. It's yeah. not spicy. It's not anything that's like. It's not like a Fast and the Furious where these people get hurt and there's no scratches, there's no nothing, and it's like this right. extreme thing. No, it's it's definitely one of those shows that you could like listen to. Um, you don't necessarily have to be looking at the screen that you can listen to and be like, oh shoot, like I never thought of it that way, or that that would be interesting. Like you would think of the scenarios in your head, mm-hmm. but I do want to just say before we close out, this is a short little one. Um, but enjoy your friends, your family, your the ones around you who you care about, your fur children, uh, you know, care and have them and enjoy them while you can because we're not promised tomorrow. Um, we're not promised today even. But as long as you have each other and you can you can love those who you're with, everything is fine and dandy and it's just more enjoyable. He's ready for his mama to play with him. <laughs> well, thanks guys for joining and... Stay tuned. We might have a recap if, if Kai actually tunes into the show. Sometimes she does and sometimes she doesn't. We'll just see. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, me. They remember to tell your friends to tell their friends so that way we can be friends. Con todos se puede hablar. Adios. Bendiciones.